Welcome back to Star Realms Minicast. Paul Solomon here, and we are just underway, a few hours in here to the second arena of this season, which is uh, Ruthless Efficiency, as we heard last night. Um, each turn, you can pay one trade to scrap a card from hand. And uh, as previously, if you can get to six wins before two losses, you are going to get this new uh, foil for this arena, which is Space Station. Uh, it's very cool looking. I've seen it because Pax won. Why have I not won it myself? Well, because I've been doing terribly at this thing so far. First two entries, I went uh, one and four. Uh, started the third entry with a win. I'm just now starting to learn some things. Uh, it's pretty interesting. We're going to be talking about it today. All right, question of the daytime, and we are, of course, talking about ruthless efficiency. It's early days for this thing. Um, of course, we only have a week, and we got to get it figured out fast. So call into the show, leave a message on Facebook, tell us what you're learning about these things. Uh, my first thoughts go like this. Number one, uh, Freighter is an awesome card, better than it previously was, because, and same for Trade Pod. You need extra trade in your deck so that you can scrap cards because essentially if you're just playing with scouts um then you only get three bucks a turn you got to spend one to activate ruthless efficiency and then use it on another card so you you got to get up your trade a little bit if you want to be buying reasonable cards like fours because it's not going to cut it with blob wheels and stuff like that uh you're going to need your barter worlds your blob destroyers etc so that's my first thought is you you need to get some money going. Um I, I don't I, I haven't I haven't had been successful. I haven't been successful yet. Let's but just be clear, I have not been successful in this thing, so I'm learning a lot still. Um but I'll be playing a lot today and I hope you will as well and we'll get down to it. Uh another thought here would be that I think blue is still a good option. Um one of the most important articles for me was understanding the uh, countermeasure strategies of the game uh, written by Talvi, and the countermeasure strategy to blue is to stop them with red, because if they can scrap down successfully, they're going to have a great time healing and so forth. So I still think blue is going to be big here, because you can't deny them red. They can scrap for free. Or not for free, but they can scrap innately. Uh... And then I think the, the, the bases and the blob draws are big. But number one right now for me is get off the trade floor uh, and, you know, get combat. It's going to be fast. Get combat and trade. I don't, it's not very much. I don't know. Call into the show. Let me know your thoughts. We'll see you. So I was able to get things figured out yesterday on this arena, and I did go ahead and, uh, and win my fourth arena. So I got the space station foil. Um, cost me about 50 cents. I'll take it. And I will say personally that kind of lowers my motivation to keep going in the arena. Um, I'm in the top 25 for lifetime stars list, which keeps me on track safely for brain world. So I'm not really motivated to keep going. Um, at some point when I want a fun time, I might dive back in, but for now I'm kind of, kind of out. Um, but here's what I learned. Um, <clears throat> the first thing is, and, and Sam Hall has said this, and others have obviously have noticed this. Uh, it costs basically two bucks to scrap. It feels like one, but of course you're scrapping something from hand. So uh, pay one to use with the sufficiency, and then scrap a scrap a stuff instead of using it. 
Uh, and that's just important to know when you're counting up your econ every turn is that it, it basically you can subtract two to get the scrap. All right, that's good. Then um, number two is that because the, the, the uh, because scrapping is happening so fast and from hand, um, discard cards are very strong for a couple reasons. So we're talking about Imperial Fighters, Imperial Frigates, uh, Royal Readout too, but people don't tend to get that because they're focused on using their money to scrap. So they don't tend to get uh, six bucks. Um, <clears throat> Star Fortress would be nuts in this, but it's not out. Not in the packs. Uh, so not only are you uh, limiting their, their hand, did, making them discard, um, but you're limiting their ability to have additional cards to scrap with. And it's just overall powerful. Plus, if you get a bunch of them, you can uh, get them down to discard threes and fours and fives. And, and very quickly, you're doing tons of damage and ending their chance of winning. So that's the first or second thing here. Discard is a big deal. But in the games that I play, players tend to split the discard cards between each other. And so uh, because everybody understands this. Secondly, or thirdly, or like, God, why do I keep saying numbers when it's like uh, men, many numbers have already been said? Um, <clears throat> a good counter strategy to discard decks is draw. Draw is probably the most important thing. And Sam Hall said an interesting thing about this. I'll come back to what everybody's written later on in the episode. But um, survey ship is really big <laughs> because you need that money and you need that draw. When your bases get knocked to your discard pile and you have no um, no draw deck left, you know, barely even any, any deck at all, you need to play ships like Survey Ship and Corvette to pull them back out every turn or you don't even get to use them. <clears throat> so that's important. Draw, very important. And to that end, Blob Fighters are very important. I've played games where I will just turn one, buy a Blob Fighter with nothing else on the row, nothing else on my deck, on, a, on an expectation that I'm going to be able to get more of them or battle pods or rams. These cheap attack cards are just hugely important. Um, and, and in my experience, draw has been the, the game winner in most cases. It's still true that cutter is humongously big deal. If you can get two cutters in your deck, even like a fed shuttle around it, it's really, really strong, especially because... You need the extra econ to scrap cards, okay? I'll say this about red. Uh, I, most of the time, am not buying red at all. I'm just relying on what I've got innately for scrap power and then trying to collect these other, you know, damage, authority gain, and discards. But that said, if you get yourself one trade bot, maybe... I don't even think I would pay up for a supply bot. I don't think I would, but if you get yourself one trade bot, then you are scrapping somewhat more quickly and you can scrap from the discard pile and that frees you up a lot. So I think I've won a game where um, I had two discards, maybe, yeah, two, two discard cards early and I scrapped really fast and that got me to the end game twice as quick as they did. And because of the discards, they couldn't scrap as, you know, some of the turns they didn't want to scrap the attack cards they had in their hand and that would get the job done for me so that's a quick overview of a lot in the game uh draw is the way to go 
bases are usually too expensive. Don't waste your time on Brain World or Central Office. All these cards because very quickly players are going to be jamming in tons of attack into their hands. And so they're not likely to sit and they're not likely to do great things for you. Um, alrighty. Stay tuned for more. I'll come with, back with write-ins in a minute. Okay, I'm finally getting back to this episode. I'm sorry. It's basically been almost the entire week, so it's essentially not that useful anymore, but I trust these scenarios will come back. Anyway, talking ruthless efficiency strategy, Jason Mayer says, discard deck seems strong. Jim Chatham, really strong. Um, Jay Graffius, however, says, cantrip decks are stronger. Doesn't matter if you discard one, two, or three if you just cycle them back through. A well-scrapped draw deck dishes dangerous damage dashingly. Excellent alliteration there from JKMNO. Um, <clears throat> he also says he just went 5-2, and two, and both losses I was on the wrong side of the draw power. That's a big deal. Uh, Corvettes are better. Um, survey ships are better, for sure. All right. Let's see what else we can find. Carrie Lapidus, or Lapidus, my apologies, says... Uh, Hashtag ruthless efficiency. This is no time to cling to your strongly held, <clears throat> wrong usually but horribly wrong now, beliefs. Stop scrapping scouts first. There's absolutely no excuse to still have both vipers in your third deck. It is painful to watch. And yes, of course I overkilled. Uh, yeah, definitely true. Ryan Powell says the only reasons you should have viper in your second deck is because one, the shuffle hates you and put them both together. Two, there's a ship you simply can't pass up and let your opponent get. Otherwise, you're 100% doing it wrong. No question at all. This is not up for debate. You scrap Vipers first in this format. Derek Thompson popped on to say, I could not be more serious right now. The most important card in the Ruthless Efficiency format is Survey Ship. I'm willing to skip a scrap to get those. Nearly every game I've won has been by time walking. When we're both close in the end game, doing a three to four discard turn thanks to two survey ships and whatever else I have, I buy all the discard costs at discard cards at any cost in this format because you can tighten your deck so fast you can easily set up a discard lock or a pseudo lock. Furthermore, it's very easy, easy to scrap uh, scrap yourself out of trade. Survey ship provides that trade boost without deck clog, and that can be understated when so many games will have you scrapping all of your starters. Survey ship is the most important card in this format, and I am completely serious. And I do, man, it's an awesome card here. I don't think I'm going to agree with, uh, with uh, Derek and say that it's the most important ship, but it's never been better. Imperial fighters have never been better. Um, that's true. And it's interesting how each format kind of shapes the, shapes the value a little bit. Phil Takata comes on and says, piggybacking off what Derek Thompson said earlier... There are certain cards you should probably stay away from. Um, assume your opponent is going to build a deck with cheap ships. If they don't, make sure that you do, because you will likely win. Cheap ships are, uh, they become very powerful when you A, ally them and have cheap scrap. And due to arena, everybody can do all of that. The worst cards you can pick up against this, uh, against this deck are expensive cards that don't deal damage. Like Mechworld, Junkyard, Machine Base, Brain World, Central Office, um basically too expensive to do anything um mech world it's really expensive and it's just going to give you allies that you're probably getting already because everything's jammed together central office um too slow top decking is not that big a deal doesn't soak up damage at the end of the game and then there are some other cards in here that i'm not sure i agree with recycling station would be the best 
card if ruthless efficiency scrapped from the graveyard, but it does not. Barter world, usually a beast, but very meh in this format. And I, I don't think I agree there. It does the five damage at the end of the game. It soaks four along the way, and it gives you two money, which is really important for scrapping. And it factions blue, which is really important in this, in this format. So I think barter worlds are still good. Starbase Omega, situationally good. Uh, and I think actually this is a good card. Um, I think because it's going to always draw a card and set up draws on bases and soak a good amount of damage and faction all your yellow discard cards, I think that's still a good card, as is Breeding Sight, because uh, so many green cards have draw. Okay, that's fine. Um, back to Phil. He says, trying to win via a base wall pillow fort strategy is not likely to win in his experience because cheap damage and scrappers usually beat it. I do think bases are still important here, but... He says the exception is when you snag a breeding site or a star market, but even then it's still hard to win. Um, so unless circumstance dictates otherwise, also stay away from econ ships that aren't in your color. Fed shuttle, trade pod, freighter. Uh, the exception is survey shuttle, shuttle as Derek outlined. Embassy yacht is only good in baseball decks, so not very good in this meta. Um, okay, I'm not sure I agree with those two things. I think you can always afford to have one freighter, basically. Uh, even one trade pod, because you need that extra trade to scrap from hand uh, and still buy good cards. So I think one econ card is good. I will even add, I think you can buy one trade bot, um, and that's fine. That helps you get to the end game a little bit faster. Okay, Phil Takata's best, his votes for best cards, Battle Pod, Space Turtle, also known as Blob Destroyer, Ram, Cutter, Frigate. He somehow left off uh, Imperial Fighters, don't know why, and early... Cheap red scrappers. So there he says it. Gets you to the end game twice as faster. And port of call. That is ridiculous. I don't agree. Sorry. He just went to say that expensive cards that don't give you damage aren't good. And I would say port of call is just too much money to buy. You're probably not going to find it. Uh, it's a good card. It would be good if you kind of just stumbled upon it, but you're probably not going to find it much. Derek Thompson agrees. Battle pod is bonkers here. And... Uh, uh, Darklighter says, I've seen people lose chasing the arc in this format. Meanwhile, their opponent was buying cost two and three green and yellow cards, and it's over before they get to play arc the second time. I totally agree. Arc is way down. Um, there you have it. And that's going to do it for this episode of Star Wars Minicast. I hope you get a chance to uh, learn from the strategy guide and uh, get in the arena. Get yourself that space station, or perhaps you're listening to this as it's come around a second time, and there's some other beautiful shiny out there for you. Hope you're having a good time with it. I sure am. I will see you next time, and until then, see you on the realms.